not expecting that. <laughs> Hello, good evening. Welcome to the EMF Lifting and Laughing Podcast with your host, Dean Sheen, and Katrina. Katrina. Lovely. Um, the intro won't be as exuberant as you might normally hear on the podcast as Owen. Owen likes to uh, push the boundaries a little bit on his intros and try and outdo himself each week. Uh, I don't think we'll be doing that this week, unless you'd like to have a go off of Katrina. Oh dear, I think it'll be a very short and uh, tumbling into the podcast. <laughs> a, t- a tongue twister will turn in, which is <laughs> rambling and we'll just forget where we're going. And yeah, Exactly. No. But yeah, this week it's me and Katrina, a bit of a different one. Usually it's Phil and Owen or a mix of Owen and Phil and someone else. And But it, it's it's the two of us this week, which I'm, I'm excited about. It's uh, We'll see where this goes. <laughs> exactly, yeah, we'll, see, we'll see where it goes. But um, yeah, first of all, you wanted to start with the, the, the music topic we were going to discuss, didn't you? Yes, I think it's been one of the things that I've noticed or has been said to me since I've started... And um, particularly since we've come back since in June with the in-house PTs, is the music choices that have uh, that are played during classes or in the background, um, and the vast comparisons between myself and Dean, basically, <laughs> which a number of both child and adult have uh, made observations of uh, the different, the quite a range of music that is often broadcasted in the gym was that we have very different tastes in music basically and people generally bounce off of one type or the other but mm. I think it's very clear you have a very stark different taste in music for most people. Well I, I'd actually say my, my taste in music is extremely broad I don't I, I like every genre yeah. but I'd listen to obviously one more than the other or a few more than the other. Um, I've, I'd i say that after the first week I was in EMF, I was told, no, no, I, I, I can't. The techno has to kind of come back a little bit and <laughs> has to kind of be a bit more EMF style. Although during the lockdown, they did do those Spotify playlists. Some people seem to enjoy those, although they wore other people's music. But look, I, mm. <laughs> a, a bit of both. There was there was a good mix of tunes in there, though. If you, if you look at the lockdown lifting and laughing playlist, it's a good mix. There's rap, there's rock, there's 80s, 90s, noughties, there's the whole lot. Um, and shout out to Aoife Benel as well. We have very similar tastes in music, yeah. so I was glad she got a few in, in, in on that. Um, what what type of comments have you been getting with regards to Just yours being nothing, better, air quotes, I wouldn't than, say <laughs> better, but I think the term has been... I do prefer your taste in music, we'll say. Um, I think it's just maybe my go-to playlist is just like it's just a it's just a normal Spotify one because I would I take comments in relation to my own playlist very personally. So I just mm. go on a Spotify playlist that I do like. So the one I generally use is called uh, the classic work rock workout and um, playlist. So that has like quite a broad range of different rock genres in it. So mm. like you have like the likes of Metallica and like ACDC nice. and then up to like Black File Birds and like um, like Bring Me the Horizon. And then like there's a bit of 
like Bonnie T- Taylor in it and stuff like so it's quite a broad kind of one that I'd go to just because it's like I know I like all this and it's a good kind of just general if you don't like it then I can't take it too personally I suppose um but like I would I say like I would like a lot of genres of music as well like is there, I any, go- is there any you don't like what what stands out that you're just like no I can't listen to it generally most of the time it is a lot of the kind of house techno stuff but I grew very used to it in college because everyone, almost everyone that I lived with, and I lived with about 20 people over my course in college, and almost every one of them was into house and techno. I lived with a DJ for a while and everything. I'm a DJ in nice. air brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Basically just the decks in my kitchen for a substantial amount of the time, like, um, and just got used to it, I suppose. Mm. Like, I think when I think of my first year in college, I think of um, what's, oh, the song, uh, like housework or like boots and cats and stuff like that. Like, that's what yeah. like I remember from my first year in college and stuff. And I'm like, I really can't tell the difference between a lot of them. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm just used to it at this stage. It wouldn't be something I throw on the car and be like, yeah, mm. I'd vibe to that now. Like, but if it's on, I'm, I won't. I won't I won't side eye it now but yeah it wouldn't be my go-to for sure I think one thing that San Diego kind of does genres or the house and uh, all that is like it they're easy to work out with I find yeah there's there's a rhythm there kind of it's always upbeat the tempo is always relatively high yeah like sometimes uh, I don't know some of the songs they're they're fairly slow yeah rock songs they can kind of get a little bit slower halfway through and then you're kind of if you're halfway through a deadlift set you're like <laughs> I know you're kind of skipping through the channels like bring me back to the bridge or something there yeah yeah like I don't, I don't mind it in the warm-up or a cool down or if it's something like that but I, I, I find music is a great motivator for training especially so I, I need something relatively upbeat unless you know it could be Eminem and Metallica or wide range of stuff but I, yeah. I think upbeat music really helps with training I find anyway oh definitely like I found it generally I go through different say I don't know we'll say seasons of music basically like or just like I'll be in a different mood for a different type of music or a song like I could play like the same song 20 times in a day and oh. I'll be fine with that and I'll be like yeah that's fine like I, that's just what I'm into for that day like like I remember training just like when I was up in college just one day I put on Phantom of the Opera and I listened to that all through my training set and I was like I was like hit a few pbs and everything it's like if anyone knew what is going <laughs> going on between my ears <laughs> it's hilarious like and then other days it's like I'll just but I'll 100% never work out without music at all I've left I've left gyms when my earphones have died because I'm like nah nothing's gonna get done if I don't have any music there no I'll music be... in, the, in the gym where you're there, no? Oh, no, it was always music I didn't like. Yeah, like elevator music. Yeah, basically, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, guys, like... That kind of carry on, yeah. Yeah. So, we're on about music and we're on about the child and teen PTs. And is, is there a big difference, do you find, between the child and teen PTs and the adults in their music tastes? Not really, though. I think it depends, like, say, if you were to ask 
like I have a particular child PT in my mind and he'll tell me specific songs that he wants to put on and they're actually like songs I listen to or music I listen to they're not like it's not like you're asking a child and they're going to put ask you to put on like Baby Shark now it's yeah. just like songs that's that are on the radio and that they find on Spotify Global or whatever so it's usually something that would pop up on Spotify radio I've noticed I said Spotify way too many times there in that sentence <laughs> Hashtag not it's sponsored. Plug, plug the podcast or yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spotify sponsor us, please. Um, but uh, like, it, it's like generally, I if I was to ask probably one of the younger ones, they might they probably wouldn't even be able to name a song off the top of their head. Maybe, yeah. but if they could, you know, I'm scared that I won't know the artist and this new music, and then I'll start feeling old, which is not not what I want to happen. Because I got asked if I was. Um, married and had kids by a child a couple of weeks ago and I was like no nice I'm not that old <laughs> now I was like I hope not so oh god that's brilliant but yeah no I do think it's interesting the way that like the, the child and teens and the adults they wouldn't openly you know say oh I hate this song yeah. Whereas they might give you a hint, it's like, change that there, will you? Yeah, give it a skip, yeah. <laughs> give that a skip there. <laughs> Which, Keep skipping, go. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, I, I don't know if there would be ever be one playlist that we could put on where everyone would like every single song. Yeah. So that's no, the you're never going to get that, yeah. That's, that's the, the tough part about making a playlist. Um, I don't think it'll suit everybody, especially yeah. when you have how many people come and intro the night and and intro today as well there's just so many people so many ears so many opinions we just try, it, and, yeah. we try and put on the most i don't know suitable let's say music. i suppose yeah that, <laughs> oh yeah that'll hit the most the wider audience of people like yeah. if uh, if i put on juice world there now during a, a adult vt now later on i doubt they'd even know who juice world was yeah <laughs> reach out to us on the podcast do you know if, who you juice world is, <laughs> if you're over the age of 30 let's say yeah <laughs> I know if we could do like a little survey just yeah. outline it do you know these these artists or not I think we'd be I think well it helps kind of specify or create a playlist that would be a bit more mm. f- friendly for the whole as much of the gym as we could we'd yeah. be doing that then every six months though yeah definitely yeah <laughs> I was like what's the name I was like oh god exactly at this rate it's something every two weeks like <laughs> Sure, there's new music comes out every week, so it's, it's, yeah. it's tough to keep on track of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, apart from music, though, what do you find is the biggest difference coaching-wise for the child and teen PTs compared to the adults, or do you find there is a difference at all since like you started working here? Yeah, like I think there, like there is a difference. I wouldn't say there's a major difference apart from you know being being able to throw in a couple of games and stuff and just being yeah. able to act a bit more silly like you know and stuff yeah. like that um although like you'd have different kind of crack and banter and like much different conversations with adults and stuff and you can actually just go like oh here is something that you can have like a proper adult conversation about something and get opinions whereas with children it's like um like it is you're just there kind of facilitate facilitating the exercise and having fun with it because I think at that age if someone was to tell me oh you're going to go to the gym and train you'd be like oh my god <laughs> I'm going to do everything in my power to not go and do this like yeah. Whereas, so I think you know it's just being able to be like trying to work in 
a half hour slot and to keep it as entertaining or just is kind of I suppose not just, so serious not so serious like yeah. yeah basically fun pretty much fun that's it yeah like it, it's important to get the ex- again a few exercises done and stuff but it's great that we can send out design a game and have a few exercises in that without them realizing it which are, which is yeah you could do it for the adults as well i suppose and they yeah. probably wouldn't even realize um it's a little tougher to play games at the moment though with obviously keep people keeping their distance and social yeah. distancing and stuff with inside in the classes but I, before all COVID, we geez, at the end of each class, if we didn't finish with core, we'd finish with some sort of game, either a squat yeah. pong or something like that. Or um, there's a plank and you have to try and grab the cone, head, shoulders, knees. And it, it's great having those games. And I can't wait to actually have them back because it, yeah. it, it is a good bit of fun just to finish the session on a high like that. Um, and when you're playing a game as well, I think you don't think about what you're doing as much. You're just no, whatever the aim of that game is um and it's 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 handy to jump in with the kids as well and play a few games <laughs> definitely i'm just like sure this is part of my job this is great yeah. <laughs> like so i hula hoops and bean bags i was like that's grand you, you get your you get your physical activity done for that day as well which is oh god which is yeah <laughs> yeah like i don't think i've ever like i like i worked in retail and everything and i like i walked into the gym on saturday morning with like 200 steps and i left with twelve thousand. so nice. <laughs> like nice <laughs> it was like you get your activity with it like you like i don't i don't have to train half as much as probably everyone in the gym actually trains more than me because mm. i'm just walking doing laps of the gym basically or chasing <laughs> Jason or doing something like oh you definitely get your step count, count up all right when you're coaching I oh god yeah. I'm, yeah I'm constantly walking around non-stop just yeah I, I don't know I suppose it's not just me since you got 12,000 steps yeah in, you're always moving when you're coaching oh yeah like it feels uncomfortable to be sitting down because yeah. you're like no no you got to be up and moving and going in like just to be as active as much as you can like yeah and the amount of times especially you know when you're when you're when you're coaching kids i find it's great to kind of come down to their level especially if they're smaller than you so oh yeah times you're squatting down and squatting up and squatting down that's you're just going down and going up um so you probably get about 100 squats done in the day oh easily like yeah yeah definitely um, or like know that's... bouncing on the hoppers and everything like <laughs> yeah. Well, the adults, the adults would love those now as well, in fairness. Oh, definitely. Or sure, that screams a choice for his hair health. His, his, his cardio is the space big child right. like, yeah. <laughs> Going back to the, I was on about, I, I can't wait to get the games back for the adult PTs and stuff and social distancing when all that's gone. And vaccines are rolling out more and more at the moment. I know yeah. a few friends of mine, they were, I know you can get the is it the Johnson and Johnson one? Oh, that's the one dose, yeah, isn't it? So the they're they're taking today. appointments for that and stuff at the moment, which is great that people are getting them. Yeah. Um. So it kind of gives us a better idea, I suppose, of when everything will be back to normal. Yeah. When do you, when do you think the hunt country will be back to normal? I think it literally it might be. Now this is probably me taking like the long the long view of it is probably by the end of the year. Like we won't have masks, we won't have all the restrictions. Like everything will just be back to normal by the end of the year. But to be a bit more optimistic, I'd like to think by September, because there's always this drive for like back to school and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, so I'm like, right, 
we can see him for September, I'll be happy with that. Like, and just <laughs> keep pushing it out. Like, because mm-hmm. I've got a few friends um, who are, say, as young as, say, 22 up until like maybe 35, who are all getting their vaccines now in the next couple of weeks. Like, and like I've my first vaccine got now and everything. So it's like when you I think it was like for a long time, I was like, oh, it's, it's never going to happen. I'm just going to be waiting here for months, months, months. It's not going to happen. And then sure, I got the first one. I was like, oh, that's grand. It's great. It was like a dose of hope as well yeah. as an actual vaccine like you know once you're involved with the, like getting the vaccine or once you're in the process of it you feel like you're one step closer to, with the country and getting, getting back to normality back. especially because we're in our 20s and yeah we're, we, we, we well technically we should be one of the last people to get them yeah um, that's although it. We, we're all almost fully vaccinated i'm fully vaccinated i know owen is you're half vaccinated, I'm half vaccinated. phil's starting his this week yeah so, so we'll see how he gets on. Almost EMF will hopefully be fully vaccinated by the end of the month, like, or within the month anyway, so. And most of the members, I imagine, would be vaccinated as well at the moment anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, but how did you fare after the vaccinations? Were you My, good, I, Yeah, I got it on a Thursday, so, like, I was well able to go into work and it was grand. Like, my arm was, say, if I, like, did like mm. say half a lateral raise on my left arm it was a bit sore but like other than that I was grand like I know like one of my friends after her first one she was as sick as a dog <laughs> she was like <laughs> she had to take two days off work and everything she was just like if this is what the first one's like I don't know how I'm going to survive the second one like <laughs> but um so she's getting that one this week so we'll, we'll find out <laughs> but yeah. She's always been a very, she's gotten the flu a couple of times anyway. And she's never fared well, so she's probably just one of those people that she does. She's she's not great immunity anyway. So yeah. any sickness it, that comes her way, she gets it. Like, well, mine my first one was fine. Again, same as yours. I could do about yeah. a half a lateral raise with my arm. After that, then it was fine. But that second one knocked me out. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I didn't sleep that night. Days, like. I was uh, hot and cold sweats that night, proper flu symptoms, not a wink. Uh, I, I didn't sleep at all. So trying to come in the next day after not sleeping yeah. with no energy, it's to work. I imagine everyone will understand it's not, not the like, easiest. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> and definitely when you have to face into a day of <laughs> face-to-face interaction and trying to be like, Yes, I am fine. I'm totally fine. I can deal with this. <laughs> yeah, when 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 you're in a job when you need to you, you need to have energy when you're coaching and you want you want to as well. You want to be in a good mood and have the energy to coach and to be properly involved in the session. When you when you're not fully rested or when you're not feeling well, it is a lot tougher. And I don't think it's it's not that it's not fair, I suppose, but I don't think it's right to not have that proper kind of mentality going into the session anyway like, yeah yeah uh, so uh, on top of having a uh, being sick behind it yeah. and it, it's not a good combo <laughs> no definitely not so like you're well you're well um entitled to take it to just try and at least get some sleep anyway yeah and, and, the arms are up. and i was lucky that it was just the one day thank god um mm. but they do they like they do tell you to take Panadol and they, they, they say that it could happen like everyone reacts differently yeah um, like I know Owen wasn't too bad after it my my mom was fine my dad was fairly bad and I was fairly bad so everyone's different everyone's different um, yeah 
but much well, to look forward to <laughs> yes a lot to look forward to um when i think stuff will be back to the normal i think i'm around the same where you are um october september high yeah. hopes um you know if vaccines keep rolling out and everything keeps going well but more than likely i'd say january after christmas yeah um, i think we might by christmas we might have like a normal christmas maybe um but yeah, I'm hoping like to be more optimistic. It'll be like I'd love it if it was within the next couple of months. If say they said about sixty percent of adults are vaccinated or should be vaccinated by the end of this week, so it's like that's a good number. That is. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a bit more promising, like so. Definitely, and I I don't keep up to date with the cases and numbers and stuff. Nah. Do you? I did for a lot of the time, and then I say in the last six months, I kind of just. I think it was just a way of getting bogged down too much because they were focusing on numbers and you're like, oh, they're not going anywhere. They're not as good as this country and stuff. And it's like, mm. like, whereas I think we're in a much better place anyway. And it's kind of like, sure, I haven't, I haven't had a, like anyone close to me get COVID very bad or anything like that. And I think like you hear of those less and less now. So I think it's, it is time to start thinking looking at it positively rather than as a hindrance now because we've got over a good year and a half of this now so yeah. I think it's like right we had that pilot event in Kilmainham at the weekend no one has tested positive since then just yet it all looked fairly well one so I think like we're, we're coming out of it at long last yeah and and things are open at the moment which is great like there's yeah. the pubs and restaurants and and cinemas and stuff but Speaking of cinemas, have you been to the cinema lately? I have. I literally was gone there where there's a Friday. Yeah. So I brought my brother to see Fast and Furious nine. So nine, like there's so many. It's ridiculous. If you get to a series and there's nine, it's kind of like when do you stop? I think they're kind of just in it now, just like you got you just gotta keep going. Mm. There'll be Fast and Furious like 99, like it's, oh stop it'll be it'll be um Vin Diesel's son will just keep going and that's it like because <laughs> like they, they started getting the flashbacks now there was a young Vin Diesel and all the rest of it and like John Cena was in it and everything it's like and I'm not joking John Cena just looked like a gorilla through <laughs> the whole lot of it but like you're kind of you it, there was a point in it where literally like ninth film they've been thrown out of cars they've been thrown out of trucks trains jumped off planes planes. landed perfectly in the passenger side seat and all this kind of crack like and one of the characters literally says guys like we've been on all these mad adventures and we're all still alive and it's like yeah it's called action film writing (laughs) you can't die like come on like and like you know what if you're looking for a good entertaining film it is Mm. but it's two hours and 20 minutes of just people flying in and out of cars and stuff um, like there's a point like Helen Mirren is in it and Cardi B is in it. Um, yeah, I would say like she's kind of just tossed into it. And I was like, this is just very random. Um, like people were being brought back from the dead, not in a zombie way, but they were like, you know, you were very dead and now you're very much alive. <laughs> like they, they seem to do that in a lot of their movies. I think, I think it was the last one, not the Hobson Shaw one, the one before that where um, Dom is like, he has to abandon the whole crew yeah. because... Well, if you haven't seen it, how old is that movie? It's about spo- four or five years. Spoilers, anyway. But ah. 
um, he finds out he has a son and all that and on the plane and all that carry on. But yeah, even during that, was it, uh, what's his name? Jason Statham. He dies and comes back and yeah. his brother was supposed to be dead and he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, like in this one, like Dom's brother, who no one knew about or no one ever mentioned ever, come like just jumps back in and it's like, oh my god, you have a brother, and it's like <laughs> you didn't think you'd mention that once in the last like twenty five years of any of your relationships, like it's like, oh yes, yep. here he is, now the bad guy. I'm like, oh, and his, how, his big mother, his family. You'd, you'd think he'd mention it. <laughs> oh, like there was a meme for this and it's literally like, you know, Dom is like tasting a soup or whatever. And it's like, hmm, needs more family. Like I've, <laughs> it's the most, like I say, if you would count it up, it's there at least a thousand times throughout the film. Like, and you're just like, all the stunts, they're just more like spoiler alert. They go to space. Like there was a meme about this and they, they actually go to space <laughs> like in this. And it's so ridiculous. They go and to like, space. They go. They literally go to space. Fair enough. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know how they're supposed to top this now, but good luck to them. Oh, it'll turn into like in what's that that movie with Matthew McConaughey, Interstellar or Interstellar? I mean, uh, the Martian. They'll, they'll, they'll yeah. be off to Mars and going to different oh, dimensions in the next stage. They'll be going to the edge of the Milky Way and be racing <laughs> rings of Saturn or something like. I like. There's no way else they can go from here. See, I was I was looking at all the ones in the cinema at the moment. There's not really jumped out at me like Fast and Furious, Grand, but I I don't know if I go to see it. But next yeah. week. I think it's next week or the week after Black Widow is out. Yeah, I want to see that. I've mm. seen a lot of reviews for it and I'm kind of like, uh, like I do want to go see it because in fairness, I do love Scarlett Johansson anyway. Like I think mm. she's a great actress and I think like it's about time that, <laughs> well, it's well about time to have a film about her. Like yes. she's, <laughs> it's only been about, what, 12 years since she first Which came on the scene anyway. Quite a long time, Yeah. yeah. So I think that'd be good. And I, and like, what's her name? Fra- not Frances, who's, I can't remember the name. The other actress is in it and Rachel Ray. So there is a good cast in it. Just... I haven't seen any trailers, anything. I never, same with Loki or any of yeah. the movies, any of the series. I don't watch any trailers. I just want to be completely surprised when they. Yeah, it was literally, I hadn't seen anything. Well, I'd seen some tweets about it and stuff. And people were like, oh, it's this, that and the other. But at the end of the video, at the end of the day, it's a Marvel film, and if you take it as a Marvel film, it's really good. And I was like, yeah. right, if if you just keep that mindset, and if you don't go in and be like, oh, it's this like a dramatic <laughs> film, it's like nah, it's just Marvel. Just go in and be entertained, like so. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm looking forward to that, like. Yeah, no, definitely looking forward to that. And Loki is only two more episodes left as well. So no, I'm just waiting for them to come out, and I'm just gonna binge watch the whole you... episode. <laughs> See, like that, I. Uh... I done that with, I, I, did I do it one division? I done it kind of with one division. I might watch two or three episodes in a row, but I think it's much better watching them week by week because each week there's a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah so I'm... it reminds me of watching like shows years ago, actually on telly, not on yeah. streaming services. Not on Netflix. And yeah. <laughs> where, each, where each week was a new episode and you'd actually be involved in it. So yeah. it's nice to kind of have that again. Oh, yeah. Whereas with Netflix, you can just watch series after series after series. That's it. It's yeah. nice to have one each week. Yeah. I was like, and I think that's definitely missed nowadays because, like, even say everything you can access is, access is somewhere like, say, I was a big fan of Grey's Anatomy and then I just 
jumped back into it and it's like grand I watched about 40 episodes in three days like which is obviously not a healthy amount of Grey's Anatomy you go through quite a roller coaster of emotions and terrible plot lines and such but you know it happens mm. um but yeah I think something I'm like I like RT is playing The Handmaid's Tale now from this week so that's something I haven't watched online and so I'll promise you now, I won't binge watch it and I'll watch it week by week. I, I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's so good. It's based off of Margaret Ashward uh, book from years ago. Um, I, I'm actually surprised you haven't heard about it. Like this is season six, like. Series, <laughs> series don't do it for me. I, no. I don't pay attention. No. Uh, unless, yeah. unless it's Marvel series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly. But um, oh, it's good. It's just about you know it's not an easy watch it's very much like you have to be kind of into like the dystopian kind of futures of it and like the ifs what's and buts of it and stuff like mm-hmm. and basically it's all about a society where women uh, are controlled and it's like how basically america becomes gilead and they've reformed everything and it's like uh it's based a lot on like if they were to impose like um very strict religious values back onto society and stuff but so if you're into that i'd highly recommend but if you're not at all run away from it basically well i think we're nearly out of time but if what i might do is if you recommend a few well we've we've kind of recommended some series already (laughs) but let's say netflix or amazon prime or disney plus or something is that that you might have seen I don't know whenever yeah. but that kind oh. of stands out that you're, you're thinking John that everyone should kind of give that a go definitely um so recently I've been watching Band of Brothers and I'm now watching the Pacific they're a good couple of years old now I think they're about 10 or 20 years old now or they're literally some of the best like tv series ever made they're produced by Tom Hanks and like low and like Hans Zimmer does like the scoring for it and everything like it's absolutely like it's a masterpiece of a series and it's about World War II when they have interviews from all these veterans that they use to build their stories and their plots and stuff really tells the, like an honest soldier's story and um, throughout the series and stuff so if you like World War II and all that and it is grimy like there's bits where you're like oh literally there's guts and arms and stuff being blown off and it's brilliant like but oh yeah definitely give those a watch um they're on sky atlantic i think so if you've got like now tv you can watch them there um and a newer one that i've been watching is the boys on prime video and it's so good it's so funny i have to get back to that still i i I love it i'm about halfway through the first season i just still haven't gotten back to it yeah it's some it's like the episodes are long but they're good yeah um but like they yeah they can be drawn out sometimes yeah Um, like i I remember talking to a a couple of clients um ian would be one of them um he, he says that near the end of the first season it does kind of get drawn out yeah but it does get better then at the end and into the second season as well. Yeah. Um, it's just, I have to be determined to watch it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I haven't started the second season cause I've taken the break. So, cause I'm also watching that with my brother and he's a very like one episode at a time type of person now as well. Mm-hmm. So, but what about you? Any, 
Rest. I'd always recommend Quentin Tarantino films. Cult Fiction right. is up there, Django Unchained, the whole lot of them, Kill Bill. Oh, I think they're always brilliant. Yeah. Um, but one thing I started watching on Netflix, just the odd episode here and there, because it's not it's not so much a series. It's called Chef's Table. Okay. Um, I'm I'm big into my cooking. I love cooking. But it, this is it goes to different kind of chefs throughout the world in different countries and how they their journey essentially how they have their current Michelin starred restaurant. Yeah. But they're all completely different and how they've gone through, you know, tough times or this, that, and the other, and how they've found where they are now. Um, but they're like a Michelin starred restaurant, you get 30 courses for about 250 euro. Yeah. They're all tiny. They're all so they're, tiny. They're all someday I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> someday. Someday. That's why I like kind of watching those like once every now and then, once a week, maybe. They're good Best for to, they're just good to watch, good for the soul, like. Like they're and they're, they get very creative. It's nice to see everyone, their, their different kind of approaches to food and what their their thoughts are behind it. I like it. It's good. Yeah. I like that watch. There, but what I might do is, do you have any jokes? Oh, God. <laughs> My life. <laughs> we have to try and finish on a joke. Okay. Um... Oh, I have no joke off the top of my head. None off the Seven. top of your head. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, we'll, we'll give you a sec. Um, give, yeah. <laughs> what do you call a cow in an earthquake? Oh, I don't know. Milkshake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, That's just it's... as far... No, it's a good one. Uh, no, I just remembered one. It's like, what do you call a priest... Um, who oh no it's gone now never mind (laughs) oh god no no it's nothing that i can think of that doesn't uh i'll I'll give you another one yeah go again um what do you call a dog no legs don't know whatever you want he still won't come to you (laughs) legless (laughs) a little bit it's funny as well it's a little bit oh jeez uh, you, you you don't have a go-to joke no it's literally they fall out of my head I'm really bad at retaining some genres of information jokes <laughs> are those I know they're dis- oh like the only ones I can ever think off my top of the head is like those awful like why did Mary fall off the bike someone threw a fridge at her like that's not even a joke <laughs> that's just <laughs> That's just awful. <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll take that one and I think we'll end it there. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Um, this has been Dean and Katrina on the EMF Lifting and Laughing podcast. You can catch us on Spotify. I'm pretty sure there's a few other ones as well. Wherever um, you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. I'm pretty sure they're available there. Apart from that, enjoy your week whenever this gets released and we'll see you all soon down EMF. Bye. Bye.